When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is episode 290. We're approaching that 300, 300 mark. Um, Kyle Klingman, pretty exciting. It's March 29th, 2022. And I'm joined, of course, as almost always, Kyle Klingman. Kyle, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Dude, this is going to be fun to, to have this show today. Uh, I love what North Carolina is doing. And when I think about the head coach, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Coleman Scott, he has some of the most iconic moments in wrestling. And not many people can say that where, I mean, the, the beat the streets deal where he, he makes an Olympic team. He gets a fall in the finals in, uh, in 2008 and just, just some memorable moments. And it's carried over into what he's doing at North Carolina. So big props to him. They had an NCAA champion last year, and then they have a finalist this year who's going to be on the show. So um, they're, they're doing some big things down there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Times Square 2012, NCAA 2008, um, the medal 2012, and, and now the coaching career. He's doing great. And it looks like you got your, you got your, your powder blue on ready to go. I do. Yeah, we, we talked before. It's not uh, it's not a spot on match, but this is all I have. But uh, just trying to rep the Tar Heels this morning. All right. We'll see if we can't get you some gear, Coleman. Um, we'll see what we can do. But let's 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 get him on. Let's bring on Keyshawn Clark. He's an NCAA final surprise finalist. Uh, maybe not for him, but for for most people, um, it was a surprise. Keyshawn, how are you this morning? Doing great, doing great. Like I said, I just got out of class, so um, I'm excited to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Um, and yeah, let's get it, let's get it on. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, um, you know, I kind of want to get to know your story a little bit. I know you're from Florida, um, mm-hmm. state champion, went to American, uh, you're at UNC, and you're in law school, I believe. But like, when, how old were you when you got introduced to wrestling, and how did that happen? So yes, I was uh, my my freshman year of high school. Um, I played sports all my life, football, um, pretty much all my life. And um, I got I came, coming into high school, I was about 100 pounds soaking wet. And so a very skinny, small, small kid. And, um, you know, I was looking, getting on the football field, people were like over 200 pounds was, um, I mean, not really, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, a good, a good place for me. So I, looked, I saw wrestling had weight classes and I'd be able to, and my coach, my coach, the wrestling coach for the team was the um, PE coach, my or the life coach they call it, um, or Hope class. And so he explained to me how wrestling could help me in my tackling and 
my strength and everything. And I was like, all right, I'll try out. Um, I knew wrestlers as, you know, the most conditioned people. Um, and I mean, in any sport and, um, you know, in terms of the speed, strength and all that, I mean, you can't really beat wrestlers. So I thought, Hey, I, why not try it out? So freshman high school is, is when I, uh, was, um, you know, introduced to it by my, by my coach and he, uh, coach, uh, Willie, Willie Sargable is his name. And yeah, he was, um, just a great influence to me. And I came in the first day of practice. One of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. We did like a little half Murph. So it was like a bunch of pull-ups, push-up challenge and like a, uh, like a mile run afterwards. And man, I was smoked. Like I was the most, <laughs> the, the hardest thing I've done in my life. And so I, he told me if I keep coming out, if I keep doing this, like there's nothing in life that I couldn't accomplish. And so that's what I decided to do. I kept coming out and eventually um, by my sophomore year, I decided to quit football and just focus on um, wrestling. It was uh, something I kind of fell in love with. I fell in love with the challenge and not having to rely on uh, a quarterback or, you know, uh, you know, someone, uh, someone uh, else on the team to, you know, get a win. I can just rely on myself and put in the effort that I want to put in to get to where I want to get to. So that's what I love the most about it. And that's why I kind of fell in love with it. So. Sure. Um, if I was that coach, I'd have probably done the same thing. I, and he probably, he probably said, try for wrestling because it will help you with football. But in the back of his mind, or if I was him, I'd have been like, we're going to, we're going to take this kid and we're going to, you know, mm. you, you clearly have a good physique for wrestling. You probably were a little too small for football. And in the end it was like, wrestling's the path for this guy. If he's 100 pounds soaking wet as a freshman, what's going to be 150 as a senior, if that. So um, when did, you know, I think you said sophomore year you quit football. When did in your mind you were like, oh, this is it. This, I love wrestling. This is, this is awesome. And, and, like, you're going to set football to the side. When did you make that decision? Um, I, I kind of, I mean, I made that decision um, pretty much the – first week of practice when I made the varsity lineup. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, um, like, yeah, this is it. I mean, I was like, I, my first goal was to win, win a match. And at my first tournament, I won the entire tournament. And, um, I was just, you know, teching everybody and just doing really well, like, and in my first couple matches. And I mean, it's all purely just cause the athleticism, I was just stronger and quicker than a lot of the guys. Um, just doing random, just, just doing football tackles pretty much my first few matches. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, after my freshman year, I, I tied the freshman record at like 36 wins. And I, I saw that I was having a lot of success. Um, and, you know, coming up one match short of the state tournament was, you know, just fuel to my fire. And I was just a lot, very hungry. And then the whole summer I just worked, I was, um, I was at a tournament every weekend. Every weekend I was going to a tournament um, in Florida um, or like anywhere else in the country and just trying to improve. And, you know, at that point I was just like, this is, this is, this is it. This is what I want to do. And, um, you know, I just fell in love with it in that very first week. And my sophomore year, I decided, yeah, that's when I decided to quit because my coach ultimately, both my coaches kind of sat me down and said, Hey, you got to make a choice. I mean, you can't because football season kind of runs into wrestling season and, with football, you're trying to get bigger, but wrestling is, uh, you know, kind of the opposite. And, um, you know, I had to kind of make that that choice my sophomore year, and I, yeah, I decided to go with wrestling, and never, never regretted it, never looked back since. So. Yeah, it's like that wrestling bug came and bit you real quick, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, you said um, um, initially your your goal was to win a match, and then you won the first tournament. When was your goal like? How quickly did it like 
I want to win state because maybe by the end of your freshman year, your goal was to qualify and you came up just short. But when when did you say, I want to win state and not only say that, but be like, I think this is possible before I graduate. Like, this yeah. is something I can I think I can achieve. Yeah. So I was. Um, yeah. I mean, my, my all my goals started pretty, pretty, um, you know, pretty small. I mean, I was saying my first goal was to make it to state first. Um, that was my for my sophomore year. Um, and, um, yeah, I worked the whole summer, just every, every week going to, you know, tournaments, uh, local tournaments around and, um, ended up my sophomore year making, making it actually to the state tournament, but going, oh, and, oh, and two. And, um, you know, after that, I was like, all right, now my next goal is to actually place at the state tournament. And it just collect, it just collectively got, you know, my, my goals got uh, better from, from there. Um, you know, the next year, my, uh, junior year, I ended up placing second um and you know from there i was like yeah i mean i, I want to win this thing i mean next year i have to win it and so that's the only place i can really improve so my senior year that was the goal and i achieved that goal and you know since then i was just making goals um from there so going into um college was yeah making it to a national tournament and that ended up being a very very uh you know uh long coming goal <laughs> yeah so um yeah it's uh that's how I kind of, uh, it's kind of been for me. So, Junior year, third year of wrestling ever, you're a state runner-up. Mm-hmm. Walking off the mat, losing in the finals. Some people are devastated when they lose in the state finals. Some people are okay with it. Some people are just happy to be there. Maybe an extreme more either way. How did you feel? Yes, I, I mean, so I had a uh, Jared Prince in the uh, state finals that year. Um, what my understanding is that he was one of the best guys in the country at that time. And, um, you know, they even started, to, which was the funny part. So usually they start every year at, at the Florida state tournament, they start at 125, but because they had the Dapper Dan um, up in PA, uh, Jared Prince had to catch a flight to uh, Pennsylvania uh, the next day. So they started the tournament at my weight class early just so he can get out of there and go on a plane and get and catch a ride to, you know, PA. So yeah. that shows you how the importance they put on, you know, Jared yeah. Prince. So I saw it as, you know, he's way out of my league. I mean, my coaches said it's, it's, um, it's even great that, you know, you're even like wrestling and, you know, you don't get tech or, or a pin by him. I mean, it's, it's, this guy's been wrestling all his life and, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's not, it's not really, um, you shouldn't be ashamed of losing someone like that. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I wasn't upset at all. I mean, I was, um, I was happy that I actually hit one of my goals. I made it to, I was even, they weren't even assuming that I was going to place and I ended up, you know, taking second. It was just crazy to me. And so, you know, I've been kind of making upsets all my, ever since I started wrestling. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, it was a great, it was a great time my junior year. That's pretty awesome. And then, and then you, you know, you win it your junior, excuse me, your senior year. And, and it was, was it after taking second or prior to that or after winning? When did you think like, there's another level? I want to keep going. Yeah. I'm not done. High school's not enough. I, 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 and clearly the potential was and still is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed that, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'm only three years into this and I'm already at the state finals. Like, if I keep working this summer, if I keep, you know, pushing myself, my, my ceiling's a lot higher than a lot of these guys who've been wrestling all their lives. Um, that's what my coach has been telling me. Like a lot of, a lot of guys have been wrestling since they were, you know, 
coming out the womb are like they kind of plateau at some point um and they don't grow as you know as quick as i'm gonna grow so uh -huh. i realized that i could win it you know I, I mean that was the next goal for me i mean there's nothing else in my mind other than to win the state tournament the next year and so the you know, again, I, I was stay grinding every weekend. I was going to tournaments, but this time I was going to, you know, um, bigger tournaments and NHSCA and Super 32 and stuff like that to get not only the best in Florida, but the best, you know, around the country. So um, I think that really helped me. My coaches, Coach Brungat, um, Coach Sargo, Coach Edwards, they all helped me out uh, to, you know, take me to these tournaments because I, I didn't have money, you know, a lot of times to go to these tournaments. So they really helped me out and, you know, gave me opportunities to make money to actually go out to these tournaments. Um, so it, uh, that really helped me and grew my confidence and, um, you know, made it, made me able to actually, you know, win a state title. But then after that, I was, I, st I love wrestling. Like I just was just, I just needed to do it. Um, it was just something, you know, some a way for me to get away and to just um, push myself. I mean, there's not many sports where you can actually, you know, push yourself to the point like in wrestling and um you know i decided i wanted to keep doing it for college and uh you know luckily i was given that opportunity by a uh, coach coach moore um you know and you know since then it's been it's been a you know a grind but i've, I've loved it ever since so i bet if there's a lot of coaches if they could because because it seems like you were kind of under the radar right like one time florida state mm -hmm. champ the resume of a lot of d1 wrestlers that's not like near the top yeah did, did you right. get recruited by so many and like were, were you getting phone calls whether it was d1 d2 nai etc or was it you going to the schools and saying hey look at me i'm 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 okay i got a lot of potential can i i want to come join your team yeah so um like you said florida's not a, a big i mean we're a big football basketball state but when it comes to wrestling i mean yeah and so it, it's mostly um you know midwest schools and Stuff like that you know pa are all getting recruited florida state champion what is that so right. compared to those schools and so it wasn't i wasn't getting many offers there was um a, there were a few d2 d3 schools but in terms of d1s there was only like a couple um and uh you know i i want i wanted to go d1 i want like the ultimate challenge of you know the best competitors and everything so that's the whole thing where I, what i wanted to go for and um there weren't many schools recruiting me especially you know i can't i don't have a lot of money so i can't afford to you know i need like a somewhat of a scholarship and a lot of schools weren't offering me that because again i'm i'm no no one special um and so i you know i didn't there wasn't much especially when i was going to these national tournaments going against the best competition i i wouldn't really perform as well so you know coaches weren't really you know really going hard for me except for uh, coach Moore and you know he really respected um you know my you know priority on ac academics and he wanted to um he really saw my potential he he um you know he knew coach Frere and I would train with him every Sunday he had a little club down in Florida so me and coach Frere would train every Sunday and you know Teague and uh coach D and coach Frere were really good buddies and so that's how kind of the connection started and Coach Moore came down, came down to Florida to one of these, uh, you know, trainings and saw me and saw how, I, you know, probably saw one of my blast doubles and thought, you know, he could actually be someone uh, decent. So he actually ended up, um, yeah, recruiting me from there on. So, um, yeah, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate Coach Moore. And I could say that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be 
anywhere where I am now. So that's awesome. Um, and kind of just, you know, you don't have to go super specific, but just kind of walk me through your experience at, at, at American University um, and, and how that went for you. Yeah, American was was the best school for me. Um, I'd never been to, even like my first recruiting trip, i never been to D.C., so just going there was just amazing. Like just seeing the amount of history and, and culture that is in that place and, you know, going to the National Mall and seeing the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Monument Memorial and everything and just – you know, taking it all in was just amazing. And I knew that was the place I wanted to, to be not just, not most, mostly because of my, my career goals more, more so than my, uh, you know, wrestling athletic goals. Um, I knew that there was a lot that I could do there, um, you know, to, to improve upon myself. Um, and coach Moore, he really prioritized, um, academics. He made sure that we all had our study hall hours and, um, you know, we are on top of our tutors and on top of our work. Um, and if he would understood if, you know, I needed to take time away from wrestling to, you know, do, do homework or do a project or something. And, um, you know, I, he, I think he really grew me into a, a solid student athlete. Um, and so it was the best place I could ask for, uh, especially with DC being so political and everything, there wasn't much of emphasis on ac- uh, athletics. Like it wasn't, no one really cared. Our stands were pretty much, I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't much support for athletics, I guess, but they were very in tune with, you know, how you're doing academically. And that's why we were like always top five in male GPA and uh, in the nation and everything. And so I think it really made me a well-rounded student athlete going to American first and then, um, you know, once, once I, once with, once they got rid of, Coach Moore, um, you know, there is no, and especially with all that's happened with, you know, COVID and everything. And I only, I knew I only had one, one last chance and I had to make the most of it. So that's ultimately why I ended up leaving. But um, now nah, I love my time. Every second I had at AU, I still talk to all my teammates there. They're like my brothers. Um, and, you know, they are, my, one of my buddies flew out the day um, before, uh, the day before um, the last day on Saturday of, of nationals um, to, to come watch me wrestle, you know, because he was just like so hyped to go to get to Detroit and to watch me wrestle Angela shout out to him. But um, it was just, yeah, it was great. I loved American. I still do love American, you know, once the Eagle, always an Eagle. And um, they, you know, we, they're always be a part of my, my brotherhood and my love. So, um. You you made incredible progress through high school, right? From just starting to qualifying to second to first, <clears throat> and you came to college. Assumedly, your your assumedly is that a word? I don't know. Assuming that <laughs> one of your goals was to to make the NCAA tournament, right? And I'm looking here, and you finally qualified in 2020, but uh-huh. they didn't. <laughs> we didn't have a dang tournament. Yeah. Like describe yeah. that, and I think it was probably conference tournament, and then a few days later maybe it was a week later but it was all real quick describe the emotion of like you know trying 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 breaking through and then whoosh, rug pulled out and be like no nah, nice try we're not doing it right yeah it was it was rough um yeah like like coming into coming into college i was um i knew it was gonna be i knew it was gonna be hard i knew i was gonna you know it's gonna be a challenge i'm not gonna there's gonna be a lot of failures i knew that from the get-go and, um, you know, coming in freshman year, it was just kind of a learning period for me. 
um, you know, trying to adjust to the grind of college wrestling and, and the weight class as well, because I was going 41 and that was kind of cut for me. Um, and then the second year I bumped up to 57 um, because of a, it was better for our team and our lineup and I couldn't uh, beat the guy at 49. He was a senior, um, Michael Sprague. And um, we, it would it'd be better off for me to go 57 because we didn't have really anyone there. And so I ended up going 57 um, and caught the flu on, at, uh, right the day before the conference, the conference championship. It was just, yeah, it was brutal. And so I, I ended up not placing, I ended up placing seventh. They took the top six. And I was just, you know, I was, I was, I was kind of heartbroken, especially when the bids came out and it was like, you're not going. Cause I thought I put in a pretty decent year, but you know, it was, it is what it is. And, um, after that year, I was like, all right, okay, it doesn't matter. I mean, next year I'm be 49. My, uh, is going to be graduated. You know, I'm, I'm going to be said, I got, I got, you know, two more years to do this. And so I wasn't really, you know, too worried about it. Then yeah, the COVID, COVID happened, and uh, you didn't, no one really knew what was happening with anything. So um, you know, the national tournament was a, uh, I saw that one coming, honestly did. Um, uh, I, I mean, we, we, I qualified, I was happy, you know, I was ecstatic, and I was like, ready, really hungry, ready to prove myself and show off. Um, but then yeah, um, we got, we went back home, and that's when our coach told uh, Coach Moore texted up the group chat and was like, sorry, you guys. It's not happening like and i was just devastated i was like this is ridiculous this is like insane like but then you know the state the state that we were in at that point it was a pandemic you didn't know what COVID was it was like right. you know after that i was like what's going to happen next like are we shutting down shutting down grocery stores and you know dc was very serious with their protocols so it was, it was like yeah i didn't know what was happening and it was just all you know kind of crazy from then on um and um yeah, so it was frustrating. It was very frustrating, um, you know, not being able to break through um, for, you know, the past three years. And then, um, you know, I knew that then my junior year was just insane with, again, COVID was still affecting pretty much every, everywhere. And, yeah. um, but especially D.C., everything was closed down and our school was not allowing any type of, like, activities. Um, so... We had to kind of do a lot of things on our own. Um, I, we had mats in our backyard and we were just wrestling and, you know, on these dirty mats in the backyard and, you know, had our own lifting equipment. And, yeah, it was not, you know, not the best, um, but it was something. So I was just, you know, trying to get in as much work as I could. And, um, you know, every match we were planning just got canceled and everything was getting canceled. And everyone, you know, there was always like clusters of COVID popping up and, you know, we had to keep canceling and canceling and canceling. And when we only had like 10 matches scheduled for the schedule. But um, then Coach Moore was let go in the middle of the season, which was just a shock to the whole team. And then after that, pretty much every school that was going to wrestle us said, we're, yeah, we're not wrestling you guys anymore. Like, we, we really don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, uh, you know, I was like, whatever. None of that matters. Whatever. We have. I have the conference championship. I'm, I don't care about anything. So we were all training for that. We were all getting packed up and ready to go. Um, you know, we test three times a week. So, you know, I was on my I was on my second test of the week. And, right, this is – we get our results on a Thursday or, like, a Wednesday or Thursday, and we were going to leave on, like, a Thursday morning. And, um, yeah, the morning – uh, after practice, 
my coaches, uh, my coach, Coach Derek, at the time, because Coach Moore's let go, um, they had to bring back some uh, one of our alumni, um, Jason and Jarek. So they messaged me and said, "Sorry, but um, you're tested positive, and you know, there's really nothing we could do." I took another test, I tested positive again, and you know, I was just at that point like something's coming after me. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> what, what, what bad juju I had on me, but it was, oh. uh, it was just, it really hit me. And I was just like, cause I was, I was ranked number one in the conference. I had an amazing season my junior year, um, you know, and I was just doing really well. And it just, that hurt. Um, I mean, I didn't have any matches, but I was, they, I was ranked number one and, you yeah. know, everyone saw the year I had before and they were like, yeah, just, you know, I was really going to prove myself, but didn't end up happening and then you know because i didn't have a single match at all i couldn't even be like getting that large bit i didn't qualify um because you need at least like four matches um to qualify i didn't have a single one so didn't end up getting that large um and by that that point yeah i had i had, I had a pretty dark place um like i was just like man like I can't, nothing, nothing's working out for me. It's all out of my control. Like I, I, everything I, anything I can do, I did. Like I worked hard. I, you know, stayed away from people. I wasn't going to parties or anything. You know, I wasn't, you know, doing anything. I did everything right. And it seemed like nothing was going my way. Um, and so I thought, you know, I, I kind of had to make a change. And, you know, I, um, that's when I started looking towards like, transferring i had to find a new place to go it's like something something's up something's wrong i don't know i need to change something and so that's why i ultimately end up leaving but yeah it was it was a it was a long road to get to the get to actually get to the national championships let me just say that yeah <laughs> it was I, tough. I, you know i think about the struggle everyone went through in 2020 right and for you mm -hmm. right you qualify finally whoop, nope COVID's up here and like what's going on but to fast forward a year later and be like, okay, that crap's. Uh, I worked in the backyard with the dirty mats and the makeshift, mm -hmm. bake everything, and we just do it on our own, half ass, not ha right, the half ass conditions, probably not effort, mm -hmm. but. And then for it to happen again, holy, sh holy cow! Mm -hmm. um, and you said, yeah. you said, like I went, into, I was in a dark place. Can you like elaborate on that a little bit, or like, paint a picture of like, what did you know? They say. It's Thursday. You can't go. You thought you were going to go and like, what were the next, I don't know, weeks like, days? Like when you say dark place, what can you, can you kind of describe yeah. that to so us? So I was, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just not, I, I was just kind of at that point kind of burnt out. Like, I, I mean, I love wrestling and everything, but like, I felt like nothing was going my way. Like I just like, it felt like it's been my goal was to be a national, you know, it would be a national champion ever since I got into, came, came to college. Um, and I haven't even made the national tournament in, you know, the three years that I've, you know, or the four years I've been there. And so I was just, you know, just like, I don't, I don't know if I, how can I, how can I be a national champion if I've never even been to nationals? Like I was, you know, started to kind of burn out and I didn't even watch the national tournament that year. Um, you know, I was just, um, you know, I was, it was, it was, and then, uh, you know, finding out, you know, that, uh, Austin, Austin O'Connor, you know, won, won, uh, my weight class at 49 and, you know, me and them had an overtime match, uh, you know, the year, the year prior, 
Um, and, you know, I was like, I could, I could, that could have, I could have been there. That could have been me. Um, you know, like I, I knew I could have, I knew I could, I knew I could have been a national finalist. Like, and, and the sad part is that no one even knows who I am. I'm, you know, just kind of a nobody because I've never actually been to a national tournament. I've only wrestled the IWA opponents, haven't had really any big matches. And, you know, I was just like, I, like, I, why am I, why am I still doing this? If I can't even, you know, if every time I get, get to the point where I, where I can actually accomplish my goal, something else sets me back that I had no control over. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, I, I, there's nothing I can do. Um, I'm, I'm like, I, these goals that I have aren't just aren't going to work out. And, you know, I wasn't really looking too positively on continuing wrestling. And, um, you know, I was just looking towards law school really. Um, and just, cause I was in my first year of law school that year. Um, and I was just like, you know, I'm gonna focus on my career now and, you know, put that kind of to the side. But then after a couple of weeks, you know, I realized that, you know, I really love wrestling and I can't, you know, I, I can't, I, I gotta keep doing it. Like, I just can't stop, you know, but everyone says like, everyone, you take a week off of wrestling or a couple of weeks off, like wrestlers are just, you know, we're always on our edge and we're just ready to get back into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, you know, that kind of, that kind of went away pretty quickly and I was back on the grind back on, you know, I saw O'Connor one. I was like, yeah, I could be, I could be a national finals. I could be a national champion. Um, and that just kind of hyped me up for my final year. I was like, my final year, I'm going to give it everything I have every single day. Um, you know, not going to take any days off. And actually, oh, yeah. And actually that um, after that, after the national tournament, um, I went to Fort Worth, you know, um, you know, uh, for the, uh, the world team trials or uh, a qualifier. And, you know, because I was like, I, I need to get a match in this year. I need to do something like I can't sit around and not have her actual wrestling match and so um my my high school coach coach Brungod and coach uh, Sargable um you know they they you know bought played for my ticket um and, and like were my coaches for that for for that uh tournament and um you know we weren't just we were just going there to have fun like it wasn't like I was gonna have any expectations but I ended up beating uh you know McKee in the first round I teched him and I was just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm happy. Like, all right, I got our first match in of the season. <laughs> um, all right, cool. And so the next match, um, you know, um, I had a Heil and that was, a you know, a two time national champion and I ended up beating him pretty handily. And, you know, I was just excited and I was just like, yes, finally, I, you know, I got, you know, some good opponents some good matches under me and everything. And, um, you know, then I ended up losing to Henderson um, and uh, Mitch McKee again in the in, in a second of Wrestlebacks, and because um, I was out, just out of shape because I haven't been really yeah. training that much over the you know because I we didn't, really couldn't train. Um, but it was a it was an eye opener for me that I could really I'm, I still I still got it I can be a national champion and so I, I was still hungry and um, you know I. That's why I was, you know, that's why I looked out for other options. And, the, you know, that's why UNC reached out to me, Coach Ramos. Um, I knew Austin O'Connor went there. He'd be a great partner for me. And, uh, you know, I know Henderson, um, you know, kind of kicked my butt. So I was like, and he's all American from, from there. So I was yeah. like, all right, that's a, you know, good place to go from getting my butt kicked by those guys. So Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was curious if you reached out to them, but it sounds like Tony, Coach Ramos, reached out to you. Um was it was it a, a a pretty quick 
you guys, oh, you're interested? I'm interested. Let's do it. Was it kind of like that or was there some back and forth? No, it was a long, long process. I mean, really? I mean, you, you have to, I mean, you have to remember I'm in law school. So, um, getting so into, you had started law school into, already at, at American. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was in my, I finished my first year of law school at American. Um, and so having the chance for law schools is a little more complicated than just like kind of transferring, you know, your, uh, a bachelor's degree or any other type of, you know, undergraduate degree. So I was, um, it was, it was a process that I had to get in touch with the law school and, you know, see if they took my credits and, um, you know, it was, I was, you know, and if the law school wasn't, you know, top, I mean, America's law school wasn't anything great, but it was like, it was a pretty good law school. So, you know, I was looking for a, a great law school and UNC is top notch. They're like top, top 25. And so I was like, yeah, this is the first school. This is my first option school for sure. And me being from Florida, I kind of love, I mean, I really love the South and just the weather in general. <laughs> so yeah. I was um, really looking for, looking forward to, you know, I applied, but I wasn't really sure I was going to get in because of how, you know, prestigious UNC law school is. And so, you know, I applied there, but I got into like Illinois, Wisconsin. So I was really, you know, really close with, with um, you know, Coach Boetta, Coach Bono and, um, you know, talking with them. And so um, it was like, a, it was a long process and there was a lot of, there was, there was a few options for me. Um, but once I got to UNC, that was it. Like I, I knew that was what I wanted to go to. Um, I had, uh, I knew that in terms of wrestling partners, Austin, having Austin O'Connor in there with me, the, you know, the national champion from the weight class that I was playing on wrestling, like that you can have a better partner than that. Um, and then having, you know, Zach, Zach Sherman, um, you know, an all American at the weight class under me, you know, it, I was just knew I was going to be surrounded, uh, you know, by, you know, hammers and that I would grow because of it. And, um so that was that was that was uh as soon as i got into unc law it was pretty much instantaneously when i called uh coach coleman and uh coach uh ramos and just told them yeah i'm not coming there's just nothing yeah there's no reason why you know i i would consider anywhere else so that was uh yeah that was it for me yeah it was pretty instantaneously all right well congrats on on getting in now it's like you're finally in season's going the covid's not really as much of a thing um mm -hmm. and we you you make it to nationals after the accs right you look at i presumably you look at the brackets see your draw everybody says one match at a time which we know but everybody also kind of looks ahead and sees how they got right your goals to be you know you, I, you knew you could be a national finalist mm -hmm. when you see yourself as the 15 seed and kind of what your path might look like what do you think how do you feel yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, I, I saw my, well, first I had to get over the kind of the ACCs, uh, that I had, it was going 0-2 there. I knew I was going to get a pretty bad seed. Um, if I was going to get into a national tournament. Um, but at that point I was just like, you know, screw all of this. I knew it, no matter who they're going to put me up against. Um, I don't care if I was going against like Nick Lee or, you know, Sebastian Rivera or any of those guys. Like I, was just like, I don't care whoever they put in front of me. I, I'm just going to give everything I have and throw the kitchen sink at them. And so, um, because I didn't want to go out like how I did at, at ACC's. Um, so I saw my, I saw that my, my bracket came out. I saw that I had, you know, kind of a revenge tour brewing. 
in that in, in at that tournament with um you know going against Jack in the first round that was going to be you know my first you know I, I lost to him you know the week before and he busted my eye open so I was like all right I'm gonna have to get that I'm gonna have to get that one back um you know and so that was that was I was excited for that I was hyped for that match um even though that was that was insane I mean there's nothing like you think you were ready for the national tournament we prepared we had like you know kind of speakers of like whistles and people screaming in our wrestling room but it's nothing like being actually at the tournament and all the lights and people staring at you and just the craziness it was just like oof it sends like shivers on spine just thinking about it and um it was like got out on that first match i was just dazed by a little bit and i got taken down in the first five seconds by jack and since then it was just kind of like um kind of an out-of-body experience and I was just like at that point just zoned in and take it moment from moment um I, I knew I had you know to get through Jack first I wasn't like overlooking him I wasn't looking too far ahead of the bracket because I knew anything could happen so you know I just worried about I just worried about Jack first round that was all I was worried about and then um I knew that Ironman was probably the best the best uh matchup for me um uh, style wise uh out of anyone at the tournament so um, but I, I knew he, he just kind of lets people get on his legs and that's where I love, I love to get on people's legs. So I just, I knew that would be a, that'd be a good battle for me. Um, and so that was, uh, that was it. Yeah. I was just looking at those two opponents and just moving on from there from, uh, throughout the tournament. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, and then things just started getting, you know, all over the place with, you know, people getting upset and everything and having to wrestle, you know, Cole Matthews in the semis was, another revenge um, match I could have, I, I, you know, I had in my mind. So it was a, I feel like it was just a great, it was a great draw for me. I, I really do feel like it was a great draw for me. Um, so Most people yeah. don't get the 15 seed and be like, yeah, it's a good draw for me. <laughs> right? but I, that's pretty crazy. And I'll tell you this, it was, uh, it was that second round and, you know, we're like on the press row right at the, off the sideline, I guess. And uh, I look over Christian Piles right, like, Maybe the first wrestlers are coming out for the second round. Maybe they're not quite out yet, but it's right. The round's getting ready to start. I looked at him and said, give me one upset. Go. And he goes, he's on Clark over Jaden Ironman. I was like, what? <laughs> he didn't even blink. He didn't stop and blink. And he's like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but if there was one, I think that's it. And so you guys both, you know, it seems like you were pretty confident. And maybe maybe Christian saw what you saw. I was like, dude, he's on love being on legs. Jaden feels comfortable there. Maybe a little too comfortable. So... Um, mm -hmm. you know, what was that like wrestling in Iowa? You talked about the lights, the sounds, the, yeah. the, the fans, right? They have one of the biggest fan bases. Mm -hmm. Could you hear any of that? Or I guess maybe it was quiet, more quiet because you were winning. Um, yeah, but yeah, describe, it was, describe. it was, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, wrestling. Iowa. I was, I have a bad track record against Iowa. I'm pretty much one and four against Iowa <laughs> so uh, you know in the past I've, I've wrestled them and I've just gotten they just have like just a relentless pace and hand fight and everything and they end up always pulling it out on against me um so I was just like you know this is again it's a, a revenge a kind of a revenge tour I need to you know win this one you'd be able to sh uh you know shake Cody Brand's hand and you know, as the winner instead of loser, this this one time against one of the best, better guys. Um, and so I, I was going out there. I knew, you know, 
right off the bat, I, I gotta, you know, get in on get in on the leg and just start start off the match, you know, at a high pace. And um, you know, I you know, got on his legs, took him down in the first like like I think ten five five or ten seconds. And then, you know, from there I was just taking it moment for moment. I was like, I just gotta keep scoring, gotta keep going after him, gotta keep attacking. I can't let him I know Iowa style is able to push you and push you around and get the refs on you and um, you know they'll they'll pressure you until you like tire out. So I was like, if I just keep scoring, keep attacking, then you know this is this would be my match. So that's what I did. I just kept scoring, kept attacking. Even my coaches were like, you know, maybe you should you know stop taking all, all these shots because you know they know that they knew that Ironman's defense is pretty pretty solid, yeah. but. You know, I, if I was going to go out, if I was going to lose, it was going to be attacking and firing instead of just trying to hang back. So I was, I was, yeah, I was going after him and um, I was hungry for that match. And I knew that if I beat him, then, you know, I'm, now I'm the second seed. Now I have the easy route to the finals. So, um, well, not easy route, but like sure. the, you know, yeah, the, the preferred route to the finals. And yeah. so it was, um, yeah, and then I got into overtime, um, and I at that point I knew I was going to win the match. Um, um, you know, my my the whole season I've had close matches. Uh, you know, I've had overtime matches. I've you know me and um, Red wrestled in overtime, and I knew that I usually pulled through. When I wrestled in Ohio at Ohio State, I was in overtime. I knew that I really usually pulled through in overtime matches. Um, so I'm pretty confident when I when I get there. Um, so I, you know, I was I was pretty confident until I got on his legs and he had my leg and he he had my uh, leg hooked and everything and I was like, oh, I'm in a little bit of danger here and had me on my back for like half a second and um, that scramble was insane. I didn't know what was going on, but I was just kind of wrestling, kind of out of body, out of mind at that point <laughs> instincts. So um, yeah, it was an exciting match and I and I loved every second of it. Um, so. You, you, that's the second time I've heard you say I was kind of like out of body or out of mind. Like, mm-hmm. and I think it was right after you got taken down in the first match, and then you got back up. And like, mm-hmm. did that happen progressively throughout the tournament? Right, that's I think Ironman was around a sixteen. Then you hit the quarters. Then you hit the semis. You know, win, 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 mm-hmm. win. Um, was it all kind of like that, where you're just kind of out of body, like just stuff's just happening, and you're not necessarily mm-hmm. you are in control, obviously, but it it's almost just like a flow state. Yeah. That was the that was the whole tournament. Like from that moment I got taken down in that first five seconds of my first match, from the you know the end of the the end of the tournament, it was just kind of surreal. Like, am I really here? Like, I was just like, you know, is this really happening to me? Like, what's going? Like, I'm actually at the tournament. Like, I was. This has been a long time coming. Like, I've been working for this my whole you know for like the past five years, and to actually be there in front of everybody and actually performing well, and you know beating expectations was just, you know, it's amazing to me. And, you know, I, I turned off my phone and everything the whole weekend. And um, so I didn't have all these distractions and I was just in the moment. And I was just like, I was just really enjoying every second of it. And, you know, not having any distractions at all really, really focused me in. And um, I was confident. Like, I feel like I didn't have, I didn't ha- I didn't let the moment overwhelm me. I, I kind of like took it face on and was, I knew I was. I knew deep inside I was really nervous, had these crazy butterflies. But I, I kind of changed the mindset and said I, I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there. I'm confident to get out there. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get out there instead of oh man, this is a lot. This is a lot. Of, a lot of lights. A lot of people. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's so it awesome. Was, it was. It was great. 
is that a conscious decision to like you like it's almost like you like you tricked yourself or you mm. led yourself led yourself to be excited instead of nervous like was that on purpose did it just kind of happen because i think that's i think it's awesome yeah it was um it was something so i i mean not going never being at the national championship like all i all i could do was like play, like ask ask my coaches um you know how it was like um and you know i was asking coach coleman and coach Raymond, i was like you know what 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 should i expect like what should i expect going in there and you know coach ramos and coach coleman were like you can't really explain it um you know we uh at american we didn't really uh, go against like top-notch schools like iowa or ohio or any of that stuff so we didn't see like huge crowds of people and screaming and all that stuff so i was never used to that so coming into you going to unc and going to like nebraska Ohio and, you know, Virginia Tech and even NC State was just insane the amount of, like, hype they have around it. And I'm like, man, people, these people really get hype for some wrestling. And, you know, I loved it. <laughs> so um, um, that kind of prepared me for, for – for prepared me a little bit more. But, again, uh, Coach Ramos and Coach Coleman and, and you know, Coach Jamil all explained to me that, like, nothing you can really um, – you know, and, and – um, you know, Zach and O'Connor all explained to me it's not you can't really emulate it. It's um it's it's gonna be something new, but again, don't let the moment overtake you. Um this is something they really explained to me like that. Those you can easily turn those nerves into, you know, excitement and confidence. It's not it's not hard. You just kinda have to just tell yourself that you're excited and you're hyped and you know, you're ready to go out there and just be confident. Um and that's what I did. I practice, I you know, you know, I you know, every day I kind of did some, you know, imagination and just um, just thought that was, while I was in the practice room that I was in, at the national tournament and, like, really imagined that there was, like, you know, thousand people, tens of thousands of people watching me wrestle at that moment. And so, you know, I, it helped a little bit, but, again, it was some – it was it, it, it didn't really click until that first match when I got taken down. And that, that's when it clicked that, yeah, this is, uh, this is it. I'm here, and, you know, I, I'm ready to scrap and battle. So – so you go on this amazing run, right? You you make it to and it's like every year there's somebody who makes a big early early round upset or, or goes on a run, and that's awesome that you know like it was me and 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 you get all the way to the finals. You do obviously you you, you lost to Nick Lee, who's a, a hammer. He was mm-hmm. he's a couple time champion, third in the Olympic trials. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Compare runner up at the NCAA's to runner up at a high school state runner up in a high school state tournament, and how you felt. Yes. Yeah, so I was I felt I felt um well in terms of the 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 scope of the tournament like yeah it doesn't even compare I mean the Florida State Championship wasn't you know anywhere near as loud and crazy and hype as the as the um you know NCAA state champion but it was or national champion uh-huh. but it was um just as uh, I guess big of a moment to me it was um yeah. you know it was a I was I was happy with I was, I was, I was content. Like I wasn't a hundred percent content cause I wanted to be a champion. Um, but I, I was happy that I, my, I actually started to get the, reap the benefit of my, um, you know, work. And, um, you know, I was, I was, I was there. I was in a national, I was in the, I was a finalist. I was the top two in the state. I was top two and now I'm top two in the country. Like it's, it's like, I'm, I'm actually here now. People know it. People respect it. And, um, you know, it was uh, very exciting at both stages. And it, it showed me that, you know, my hard work is actually paying off for me. And, um, you know, that anything that I, 
you know, believe in and actually work towards I can achieve if I just, you know, just just do it. And so that was uh, that was just that kind of moment for me at that time. And I was just excited to be there and having fun with the whole experience. I'm um, just like I did in high school. I was just not, you know, it's not. Um, yeah, winning is the ultimate goal, but giving it all I got is is all I can do. Um, and I feel like I did that in both, you know, situations. And so I left the map pretty, pretty content. Um, and, um, you know, ready to, I took second, I'm ready to, you know, kind of, you know, there's still more that more to go more, more improvement I can do. And I'm just as hungry as I was in high school when I took second. So, you know, going to move on taking first, not in a national tournament, but you know, world tournament. So, yeah, to that point, right. Um, you come up short at, at the state championships, but it's like, wow, the potential in this kid is like the ceiling's pretty high still. I feel like it's the same thing here, right? You've only been wrestling for four, eight, nine years or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not very long for somebody to be an NCAA runner-up. Like, talk about the next phase. And I think you said Germany and, and wanting to wrestle freestyle and, and what's ahead. Yeah, so um, that's, that, that was also a big, a big um, you know, a big thing, a reason why I decided to go to UNC. Um, I knew that, I mean, American, we didn't have much in RTC um, and a, free, a freestyle um, training scene. So I knew that, uh, you know, at UNC, that that's something that they prioritize and that's something that we could actually, as an option for me after college, because I knew I was going to want to wrestle freestyle. I love freestyle. Freestyle is just my, you know, my optimal um, style because um, I love neutral and you know, I'm, I don't like top, top, bottom much at all. So, yeah. um, it was, uh, that, that I've always enjoyed freestyle. Um, and so I, you know, I wanted to do something, go to a place that had an RTC and had kind of, um, you know, coaches that are very proficient in, in that style of wrestling and having coach Coleman, you know, you know bronze medalists and coach Jamil silver medalist is like, you know, you couldn't have better options than coach Ramos, you know, who's, you know, wrestled, you know, all over, the, all over the world and, you know, is still very active and, and it's just gonna, I knew that my level of wrestling was going to just improve, um, going to UNC. And so now, you know, I'm going with college wrestling. I can just focus in on freestyle. I'm, you know, excited, excited for the next stage. And, um, you know, I'm learning, learning every day. It's a new style. So there's new things to learn. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited and yeah, I'm, I'm planning on wrestling for the German team. Um, so I'm, you know, getting all that sorted out and working with the German coach to, you know, see what tournaments I have to wrestle in to actually make the team. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the next steps and trying to make the, uh, you know, just trying to, just trying to go as far as I can with it. As long as my body tells me, uh, you know, I can keep going. I'm, I'm going to keep going. So, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I, I'm certainly looking forward to watching you um, compete in freestyle and, and, and join the senior level circuit. We are running down towards the end of the line, but I know Kyle Klingman has sure. been sitting over there real patiently. Um, we got a little game, and Kyle's going to kick it off and, and bring it to you. He's bringing yeah. the heat, so be ready. Uh-oh. All right, so sweat it out. Yeah, you ready to play five questions. We hope to make you sweat. You ready to play? Oh geez, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, I mean, you're you're in law school, so this is uh, this oh is your preparation. no, don't oh. do this to me. <laughs> now, number one, what U.S. president was Chief Justice of the Supreme Court after he was President of the United States? 
Um, it was, uh, was it Marshall? This is Marshall? No, no, it was, uh, it was William Howard Taft. Oh, dang. My bad. All right, cool. See, there you go. I missed the first yeah, one. Oh, man. See, I'm going to help already. What if you get that on a, on a test? Now you got it in your back pocket. Thank you. All right, Taff. Yeah. He doubles as a tutor. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma State Pat Smith became the first four-time Division I NCAA champion in 1994. Name the city where he won his historic fourth title. 1994. Um, I'm, this is going to be a complete, I mean, Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Can I guess? That's a complete guess. Yeah, you, I'm not sure. You can guess, Mark. Is it, in this, is, it, is, it, is it out east? Is it east? An east coast state? Somewhat. Is it yeah. in North Carolina? Yeah. Oh no. Oh man. Um where are you at right now? Yeah, it's <laughs> Chapel Hill, right? Chapel Hill. All right, we'll call yeah, it. Hey, there we Double go. tutor. Double tutor. <laughs> think, wow. I think it was at the, the Smith Center. Do they still have that? Yeah, the Dean Smith Center. Working. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm that's a little bit of history for me. Oh snap. They had it there, so, yeah. <laughs> Number three, where did Steph Curry play college basketball? Oh man, I didn't. Yeah, I, I don't keep up with college basketball. Steph Curry. Um, gosh, I'm not. Can I get a guess? Can I get a hint? Uh, yeah, it starts with David. <laughs> I'm, David. It's a tough college. Actually, the wrestling program too. It, you ain't gonna get it. It's called Davidson. Davidson. Okay. Right. Davidson, yeah. Davidson <laughs> or right. Davidson? Davidson, yeah. Okay. Davidson. Davidson. Number okay. four, what German what German wrestler won three World Greco titles and a bronze medal at the 2020 Olympic Games? Oh. Gosh. Frank. I'll give him the first. Am I right? I, yeah. All right. His first name's Frank. Frank. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. That's embarrassing because I'm trying to get on the team. Too. I should probably know that. Oh, my God. I wouldn't know this if I hadn't Frank. been there. Yeah, no, Frank Stabler is the name. Frank Frank, Frank what? Frank. Frank Stabler. Oh, Frank. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And then, right. um, <laughs> this more. you really can't get wrong, but two minutes are on the clock, okay? And within that two minutes, you have to get a takedown and score a basket against Michael Jordan, can you get it done? A takedown and a basket? Yeah, so you got to take him down, and then he's going to play defense, and then you got to score a basket on him. Can you oh, do that in two minutes? I can't I can't score a basket without his defense. So, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, there's no way. I'm sorry. I can get a takedown. I'm confident in that. But, yeah, the other part, now nah, I can have that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, say, <laughs> so, I'll say he got it right. He doesn't have to say both. You got that one right. Oh, All right. Man. All right. Yeah, that's not a challenge I'm willing to attempt. <laughs> All right. All right. One, you one, spread yeah. it out, man. You're you're ready for law school now. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, one last quick game. Um, this one's called Wins and Whoopings, right? Over the span of your entire career, 
when you think of one win that stands out as memorable, can be your best or favorite, or or just one that made you feel good for whatever reason, right? Somebody, it could be your first win as a freshman in high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one win that stands out as, as as memorable, and one whooping that you just wish you could erase. That like this guy embarrassed me. He he beat me up, and it was it was awful. One win, one whooping. Yeah. Either one first. Okay. Um... My biggest whooping I could say was to, uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, Austin O'Connor and um, my senior year at NHSCA. Um, he, I wrestled him. I thought was, I thought was, you know, I thought I was pretty good at wrestling. You know, this was going into my senior year, and um, he, uh, I didn't know who O'Connor was. You know, he was, you know, a big. I knew he was a big name wrestler, but I, I didn't scout him or anything, and. Yeah, his uh, yeah, the man picked me up like three times in that match and like walking around the mat and was just doubling me left and right and ended up like teching me, and uh, that was pretty embarrassing for me. <laughs> I thought it was you know you know hot stuff and just getting embarrassed like that showed me there's different levels to this game. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'd say my biggest one was definitely um, Ironman. Yeah, not, not nothing could be that one. Not, nothing could be that one. That was a uh, just a, a crazy, crazy moment, and went in that in that way with the uh, with with the refs talking over five, ten minutes about the call, and just actually getting the win through, and having all my family there and everyone watching was just insane. And um, you know that's that's gonna live my life, and I'll look back to that for the rest of my life. That was that was awesome. <laughs> to that point, what's going through your head as this review? It's an overtime review, right? So, like, basically, the match is going to be over, most likely. Mm-hmm. What? How? I don't know. Walk. T- put me through your head. Put me in your head during mm-hmm. those five minutes. Did you think, yeah. oh, man, I got it. This is no. Pro-. Or was it like, I don't know. What are they going to say? Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. It was. My heart was beating pretty fast. Cause I, I got on. I got on his leg. Um, he stepped over my leg, and I kind of like came out the back door, but I got like stuck on my back for. You know, in the moment during wrestling, I felt like I was on my back for a solid like five seconds. But I look back at the video, it was like half a second that I was on my back and I kind of turned over and picked him up. Um, and, you know, I, I, at that moment, I thought like maybe he did have the takedown. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my coaches. I was like, did they call danger at all? And they're like, no. Or I was like, uh, all right. So, you know, you know, I'm asking my coaches how they looked at it. Did I get taken down? Did he have my like my leg hooked or like did he have my back? And he's like, no, he had no control at all. And I was like, okay, so I'm just hoping my coaches, you know, are are right. But then I also see, you know, Coach Brands over there, you know, and you know, I know Coach Brands and Coach Anderson. I have like their big, big, big huge names, and so I know that you know, I'm not saying they have influence, but um, you know, probably a little bit of bias is is, is there. Um, and so, you know, when I when you have brand, uh, Coach Brands over there, like praying, sort of like literally has hands together, praying, and to the to the refs, and the refs are taking ten minutes to look at look at the review. I'm I'm sitting there like, yeah, I lost this match. <laughs> There's no way I won this match. There's just no way you can review something for ten minutes and say that you know it's not being overturned. And so at that point, I thought I lost it. But you know, after the match, they they, they 
I, I heard that it was the phone. It was like kind of technical issues that was happening. It wasn't really them reviewing the match. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. I wish I was told that during the match. I was <laughs> over there with my like heart beating out of my chest. But um, no, nah, that was a that was a crazy moment for me. And once they once they you know confirmed it, I that's when I was able to celebrate and kind of just like, yes, I'm I'm here now. I got the I'm where I want to be, and you know I'm on a clean smooth sailing to the finals and so yeah that was an amazing moment for me that's i can only yeah. imagine sitting there holding <laughs> your breath like a heart beating out of your chest for 10 minutes yeah um yeah that'll be something i'm sure you remember for for a long time so um that's congrats fair. congrats that's on fair. the on the tournament congrats on the great season i appreciate you telling us your story um kind of a wild ride through qualifying during covid not even getting to go to conference the next year and then, and then capping off the college career with an NCAA runner-up. Um, sure. I'm just excited to watch you continue to wrestle because I, the amount of potential you have and, and the ceiling, we keep talking about it, that ceiling's super high. Mm-hmm. So, um, Keyshawn, congrats on, on a great season. Thanks for chatting with us today. Best of luck in the future. And we're going to give you the last word before we let you get out of here. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate uh, you, Bayer, and Kyle, for inviting me on onto the show. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I love, you know, being able to – be kind of an example of not only, uh, you know, you can strive ac- ac- athletically, but also academically um, and do whatever you want in life uh, and not just do one of them. Um, and so, and to that point, um, if any law firms or any, you know, anyone wants to reach out to me, my, my LinkedIn, it's uh, my name. So just reach out to me and you know, I'm open for, you know, you know, I'm open for jobs and, you know, experiences and internships and even just relationships. So um yeah that's my that's my shameless plug <laughs> i love it thank I love you it. i appreciate it best of luck to you law firms keep your thank eye you. out because this guy is going to be one of the best um thanks so much for coming right. on Keyshawn, and we'll see you soon have a great day thank you appreciate it see right. you guys take care all right see kyle you. man what a what a great story i just i really enjoy talking with him and and hearing that you know basically throwing his hands up probably in 2021 being like i'm done this is Last year, COVID. This year, COVID. Heck with it. He persevered. <laughs> and then he's an at-large qualifier, too. Didn't even get through the, the ACCs. Goes 0-2 at-large and then makes the finals. It's crazy. It's, I love it. It's such yeah. a great story. You know, one or two of these stories every year. And it's just great to hear. You know, we, we watched it unfold in Detroit, and now we got to, like, really hear the backstory. So um, hats off to Keyshawn and appreciate him coming on. Kyle, I appreciate you being here and your powder blue. Um, we got Jordan Wood tomorrow, five-time uh, conference champ, badass from Lehigh. So um, that's going to do it for today's show. For Kyle Klingman and Keyshawn Clark, I'm Mark Bader. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow.